Hey everyone, welcome back to Candid Coffee episode, I think this is episode 6 now. Um, I guess I should say trigger warning, today we talked about anxiety, I talked with my cousin Nahal about anxiety, um, so I don't know if that's something that might trigger you talking about other people's anxiety like we just came from our own personal experiences but if that's something that you think might trigger you um feel free to just skip this whole thing and just listen to the next one um otherwise yeah this is very 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 candid um this part's where we're just like kind of i'm pretty sure there's a whole 30 seconds where i was just laughing because i don't even know why but yep as always not editing it um so yeah if you want to listen uh i guess keep listening Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. What is happening? God damn it. I can hear you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I can hear you now. So so all I hear is you saying hello and then I'm responding and then nothing. And then I guess you just can't hear me. But you can hear me now. Yeah, I can hear you now. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Okay. Let's just hope it stays this way then. Yep. Uh, yep. And it's weird because when I listen back to it, I can hear everything perfectly, but it's oh, okay. like during. No, whatever. I'll come up with it way. Anyway, everyone, um, Nahal, how do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Um, I guess my name is Nahal. Um, and I'm cousins with Justine, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know what else am I, what else am I supposed to say. I'm so, I'm so bad at this. All right. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm bad at talking. All right. Once I'm bad at talking. Okay. Huh? Sorry, I didn't catch that. What did you say? I said wants to go on the podcast, but is bad at talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you asked. I thought it'd be interesting. So. Oh, yeah. I just realized, um, did you make that list of things you want to talk I, about? I did not make that list because I realized okay, it'd, be, it'd be more authentic if I just, you know, kind of went in blindly instead of yeah. planning ahead. Otherwise, it would have been, you know, scripted almost. It's okay. I, I literally forgot until right now anyway. So. Oh, really? Okay. 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 So today's topic is anxiety. Oh, we're also supposed to, it's called Candid Coffee Podcast, so I, I was oh. trying to have, like, a drink with me every time. I made, I have leftover cold tea, but it's, like, 4 o'clock here. Oh, yeah, I guess I should say it's 4 o'clock here. It's 7 p.m. there, because he lives in New Jersey. Oh, right, 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 right. Probably okay. coffee. Do you even like coffee? I do like coffee. Coffee's, um, well, it depends. If it's, like, too creamy, I won't drink it. I prefer kind of, you know... Either black coffee or a little bit of cream and sugar. Not too much. Same. But, yeah, I drink almond yeah. milk because I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, almond it milk. Tastes, 
because almond milk is like more like it's not as thick it's like kind of i don't know is it is it flavored almond milk or is it just you know sometimes i get the vanilla and it's really good but i just bought yeah like i tried the vanilla Costco. Um, okay yeah That's anyway cool. coffee um i had to stop drinking coffee because of anxiety oh yeah i have to i have to monitor the amount of coffee that i have um if i drink too much i'm like bugging out i can't sit still i'm just on edge intense and it sucks so i have to monitor how much coffee i drink um, but when I do drink, it's only usually like a cup of coffee a day or, you know, every yeah, other day or like something like that. I only like that. have one a day, maybe two if it's like a weekend or like, yeah. I don't know. Like I had one today yeah. and then I had tea the rest of the day because I just, I don't know. It's crazy. I never used to have this problem. I used to drink so much coffee and then like this last uh maybe like six months i like mm-hmm. the, it was to the point where like i would drink a cup of coffee and then i started feeling anxious and i'm like oh no what's happening i'm like oh yeah 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 and also also we were you know in the middle of quarantine so i'm sure that had some effect yeah i think as it, well. i think it happened before though it happened well. before like, it, yeah even end of last year yeah yeah i uh, yeah uh, coffee is, is really bad like if you have high anxiety um coffee is not something you should drink often which is weird because my dad has anxiety and he drinks like five cups of coffee a day which is bad but maybe you just get used to it and that's true i guess because caffeine you know you can have a tolerance like i know my brother um like he needs to drink like three cups of coffee in order to feel like the caffeine high otherwise he'll just um mm-hmm. you know not feel anything do you, do you take a pre-workout I used to take pre-workout before I lifted, um, and it it was uh, anxiety like didn't used to hit me with caffeine until just recently. So I stopped taking pre-workout, and then I began to stick with just drinking you know black coffee um, before going to the gym, and even that sometimes is too much. But yeah, pre-workout began to like hit me hard, and then even after I worked out, I would still be stressed out on edge, and I would have to, um, you know you know just wait it out i guess but you know sometimes i just wouldn't be able to sleep and uh yeah but yeah usually i just stick with black coffee before the gym because that doesn't affect me as badly as pure workout because there's other stuff in pure workout as well not just caffeine um so yeah, yeah. but yeah i stopped i stopped taking that you don't strike me as a black coffee type of guy but oh, no, I oh really? new today. yeah that's good yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, even my dad, obviously, you know, my dad's like a fitness guy. He just, yeah. really t- he doesn't really take pre-workout unless it's like competition day or something. Yeah, he just takes coffee. Right, right. I remember, um, a while back, he was like driving somewhere. This is when you still had that black SUV. And there were yeah. like, there were like four or five like monsters or on the Red Bulls in the back of your seat just empty. I'm like, really? wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I guess he used to, I guess he used to take energy drinks. Or something, I don't know. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't even... I didn't realize that. It must have been a long time ago, because yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a long time ago. But, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so anxiety, like, you... I feel like you kind of dealt with this before I did. Like, for me, it was mostly, like... Mm-hmm. Was, actually, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to it until, like, end of last year, but I probably been doing right, right. this my whole life. But, like, yeah, mm-hmm. when, did, exactly. when did you kind of feel, start feeling that? So, like, even as a kid, like, I honestly, I think it goes back to when I was, you know, 
don't know, like 10 even. I don't know. I was really young, um, and I would always worry. And my parents would call me a worrywart because literally if they left the house and I was home alone, I'd be bugging out because I thought burglars would be coming to the house. <laughs> and I was just – I was just always like something bad was going to happen, right? And um, so that, that goes back into like my childhood. And then as I grew up, obviously – Going into going through adolescence and then into high school, um, I started. I didn't really know what it was, you know, because when you're a kid, you don't really like you said that um, you didn't really pay any attention to it. So I was I was kind of similar in that aspect, especially in high school, because um, I thought like you know I know a lot of people do suffer from anxiety, but I had thought that um, you know it was just like a normal thing to feel, you know, so. I was, so there'd be times in high school, right, where I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of, you know, being in class to, like, breathe in front of a mirror and calm myself down. And I didn't think much of it at the time. I just thought, you know, well, maybe a lot of kids suffered from this. So I didn't really think of it. I didn't think it was a bad thing. I mean, um, shit. Do you, hold on, Justine. Do you, do you, do you edit this shit? (laughs) I don't. Why? Guys, this is so bad. I'm so bad at this. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was listening. It was good. I can figure out how to this. I probably won't because it's funny, though. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> I'm so bad. Okay. All right. This is good. This is a good experience. No, that was good. I didn't notice that. Okay, whatever. I can talk now if you want to break. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is an example of anxiety right here because I'm anxious to talk about, you know, yeah, and you know, social anxiety. Okay, I'm not gonna I lie, I was getting like yeah. out of breath, like before, like just kind of like when I was sending this link to you, and I was like, and that's another thing. Like, I didn't, I probably didn't pay attention to this till like COVID happened, but I'm like, why am I like breathing like this? Like, what's happening? And I, I like. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, am I anxious? But I, th- the, I think the thing about being aware of it now is more like, oh, I can be like, oh, this is just my anxiety and like kind of right. separate it versus before it was like, That's good. what's happening to me? Like, I don't know yeah. why I'm reading like this. Like, um, yeah, same thing with me. Like when I was like pff, my entire life, ask anybody. I just thought I was like a weary war. Like I'm always a warrior. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh what was I gonna say? Yeah, even when I was younger, I would have panic attacks, and I literally really start... okay. Yeah, no, but this is the thing. I didn't know. Well, I think they're panic attacks. I don't know. I would start hyperventilating, so... and then my mom would have okay. to like, like put her shoulders or put her hands on my shoulders and look at me and be like, "Okay, Justine, breathe." And I'd be like, "Okay," and then she'd have to like breathe with me, and literally my entire life, I just didn't think anything of it. Like I just thought like, "Oh, that was normal." But then now looking back, I'm like, right, Wait, right. my brother never had to do that, so why yeah. did i think that was normal and then just growing up same thing like uh i've only i only had i think i had one panic attack in high school mm-hmm. no i don't know maybe at least one that i can remember that stands out i probably had more but um whatever again it's just like no big deal you just deal with it and you don't think anything of it and then right um, right especially when you're especially when you're that young like you really you know don't put too much thought into it you just think I don't it's even like, remember learning about mental health in school. I, that's yeah, same, same. People don't take it seriously, and that's why there's such a negative connotation around it. 
like you know people think it's bad to be depressed so they don't talk about it people think it's like not okay to have anxiety and people kind of just brush past it because they think it's such a bad thing to have when it's really not it's just a normal part of life everyone sort of mm-hmm. goes through their own stuff um and i think that one of the main issues of today is it's not very it's not like oh my god this is gonna be such a bad podcast but it's so funny i was just thinking <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Just keep talking. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you laughing? Now I want to die. I was just laughing because um, when you were like, "Go to see this," is so bad. Wait, what? Oh I can't understand what you're saying. Uh, I was just laughing because you're like at that one part. And you're like, just this is gonna be so bad. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh god, that's all right. Let's just keep going. Let's just push past it. Okay. Um. This, this is okay. 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 Mental health. Okay. So uh, health. the only thing that I can even think about was in like, did you guys have planning? Do we have what? Like, um, or do you guys call it cap? Planning, like planning. planning. I don't know. Like it's like I a classy, so. you know, like you know when you do like those like job aptitude tests and stuff. I don't think so. The what? US you don't have a class system like is that? fucked. No, I talk okay. about high school. Yeah, high school. Yeah, no, there's nothing. High school is what? like especially in the states. Yeah, the school system here sucks. Canada so you has don't, one of the you highest... guys don't do like job aptitude tests or like anything like no. that. No. We don't do, guys, do anything. What the fuck? Yeah, U.S. school systems suck. Like they don't what? teach you anything about the real world. That's what. Yeah, it's it's. it's I so mean, bad it's like here. that here too. But like we had a class called planning. It was like in grade ten, and um, like yeah, you do aptitude tests. You would do like, um, what else would we do? Honestly, I don't even remember. Mostly career stuff. You would learn about like a little bit about like the world. I guess I don't know. Um. Where am I going with this? That's the only time I can think of that we actually learned about mental health was like we was kind of like, okay, like let's look up these definitions. What is like, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about homeroom? You guys had homeroom? Homeroom? Yeah, we did have homeroom. But like, do you yeah. guys have to meet every day in homeroom? Uh, I think so, if I remember correctly. Okay, so we didn't have um, yeah, that. Bad- but like, I'm just thinking like, did you guys... Like what? That's so weird to me. Like, where? So, what about like sex actually, ed and no. stuff? Like, actually, when no. Did you... Sorry, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We did not have homeroom. Whatever, because I forgot how the schedule worked. But we had a different, like, first class each day. I think, and that first class would technically be homeroom as well. Mm. So, like, all the so all, I don't know if you guys had morning announcements. I think every school sort of does, right? Yeah. So the morning, so yeah, the morning announcements would just take place during our first block. And I'll mm-hmm. just be whatever class we're at towards the end of the class, yeah. Ours, I yeah. think ours would take place during second block for some reason. I don't know why, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. But what about what was the class that you guys like? Did you guys have sex ed and stuff? Yeah, yeah that was just so we were our high school was trimester, so we oh, had weird. two semesters of just regular gym class and then one semester of sex ed. So what the whole over. thing was yeah. sex ed? 
Yeah, instead of, yeah, exactly. So we had one semester. Entire, just a, so a whole third of the year was sex ed. Yes. That's every single year? Slash, yeah. It, yeah, no, except for one year, it was, I think, for like driving. It was like, a, I don't know what that's called, the driving driver's class. Ed? Driver's ed, yeah, yeah. What? Well, so so I, I think that was I think that was tenth grade or eleventh grade for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then I think ninth, tenth, and twelfth it was just like sex ed or just health class. Okay, so yeah. health. So did you guys learn about was, health in health class? No. Wow. We did not. Yeah, yeah. If it, if we did, it was nothing that like stuck with me. It was like very just like. Like I said, like it was just brushed past. Like no one really mm-hmm. took time to talk about the severity of it. In my opinion, I think there should be more awareness, especially mm-hmm. for kids in high school. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I just don't think it's. Well, yeah, yeah. I it feel is like um, I don't know who do we know. I guess I have like one cousin in high school. I'll have to ask. I feel like it's probably changed though now because uh, I feel like for a while there it was like yeah, this is taught like mental health. And still is being talked about a lot more than when I was in high school. And, um, yeah, I just feel like maybe things have changed now. I don't know. Uh, Hopefully. But um, where's going with that? So I feel like there's like a, like my mom said once, she's like, why is everyone your age always depressed or anxious? And like, yeah, I feel like there's this like idea. It's a good question. But do you do you do you feel that too? Like, why is everyone yeah. age like that? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's like kind it's of annoying. Worse. Well, I feel like it's kind of annoying because it's like, oh, like I don't want to be just one of those kids and like feed into that stereotype. But then like, now it's like, oh dang, like I'm one of those kids, you know? Yeah, I mean, but but that's not a bad thing either. I just think, you know, I think it's important to know you're not alone. I guess it's kind of, in my opinion, kind of a good thing. So you know. The others feel the same way you do. You know, I feel like loneliness, you know, plays a huge role in a lot of people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, you feel less lonely knowing that, you know, someone's out there that's feeling the same way you do. Yeah. I don't know. That's just kind uh, of the way I look at it. Okay, so back to high school, whatever you thought anxiety was all normal, and then what happened? Or, or okay, not yeah, that anxiety yeah. was normal, but that, that the way you're feeling was normal. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, going back to my high school days. So, there'll just be, like, times where I'll be, like, walking the halls or just in class, and I'll have to leave and go to the bathroom to calm myself down. Just take deep breaths, look in the mirror, and um, didn't think much of it. And um, it didn't really, like, until college, really, I didn't really start to, you know, look into it and focus on mental health and, you know, kind of look into what's actually happening to me. Um, so I don't think I've ever suffered a panic attack until, yeah, sometime in college. That was like my first panic attack. But, um, I don't know, just in college, I started to really feel like anxiety and, you know, some depression. Um, so just pretty much what I would feel like the first thing when I wake up, I would just, you know, feel like worry of the events that I'd have to do during the day. You know, I'd always think that there's you know, danger or just something bad is going to happen. Like I said, when I was a kid, I'd always worry. And a lot of the times these are just like made up in my head. Um, and it's, it, 
like I would say just like a lack of control of my thoughts, I would say is what causes my anxiety. And I start to realize this in college. So just to backtrack. So when I was a kid, I didn't think much of it. I just was worried a lot. And then high school, kind of like the same thing. I started to experience a little bit of social anxiety and just, you know, just, you know, go to the bathroom to calm myself down and then still didn't think much of it. And then college, I started to kind of look into it and kind of dissect my symptoms a little bit. And that's when I started to realize that this is not normal. Um, and, you know, because I, I suffered from generalized anxiety disorder. Like I was diagnosed with that from a psychiatrist because um, I was like really going through something. This is actually when I, after I graduated college, um, when I uh, went to go see a psychiatrist and a therapist, I waited a very long time to seek treatment for what I was feeling. So, yeah, like what was like the moment when you were like, like, because I feel like whatever, like I went to my doctor or whatever, but like, um, at what point is it like whatever I have some because everyone has anxiety, right? It's just like yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was like the um, point where you're like, okay, I have to go. Okay, I can I can go into that. Someone. This is when I had like, yeah. So this is my last semester of college. I had the worst panic attack I've ever had in my entire life. Um, it was really bad, right? I was um, so this was so I was in class. And then after class, I went to the library to do some work. And I was just on my laptop um, trying to, I think, write a paper or something like that. And I was listening to music at the same time. And then, um, yeah, and then I just shut my eyes for a second. And then the next thing I know, I kind of just, like, shoot up out of my seat. Um, I don't know if I fell asleep. I don't know what exactly happened. But... I just did not feel like I was like in reality almost. I just felt so out of it. I did not feel normal. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what happened to me. I remember like remember like actually seeing the like my eyes were rolling to the back of my head and I actually like remember my eyes kind of rolling back. I don't know like what was going on, but um it was just one of the scariest moments of my life and then um so anyways, I, sh- I shut my eyes, I jolted up out of my seat not knowing what was going on, just thought like, I just, I was just so stressed and worried and I didn't, I couldn't like comprehend like anything that was going on in front of me. I checked the clock to see what time it was to see if I fell asleep. And then I didn't even remember the time before, you know, it was, I don't know. I just, I was so like out of it pretty much. Um, and anyway, so that happened, and then I kind of just packed up my books and my laptop, and then I started going back to my room because I lived on campus. Um, so I was kind of like fast walking back to my room, still not sure what was happening. I was like, did I have a seizure in the library? Like, what what happened? Why don't I feel normal? And um, and so anyways, yeah, so I was just running back. I was still panicking. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Um, and the people were walking past me, and I was like, what the fuck? I just – I did not feel like I was – part of reality anymore yeah i didn't know like it was just bizarre um and then i just went back to my room luckily i was living with like a roommate at the time luckily he wasn't there um so i shut the door i tried to calm myself down um nothing was working i still didn't feel normal um and then i just went into the bathroom turn on the shower because i was gonna try to take a shower to calm myself down um and then i went to the shower and then my heart was pounding 
my chest was beating. I couldn't breathe. I was having trouble breathing, all that shit. And then everything was going black. Um, and I was literally like about to fall over. And I was like, I'm dying. This is it. I'm, this is like how I die. This is, I'm going out now. So I really thought like death was upon me at this moment in time. Everything was going black. I was about to fall over. And then um, I kind of just stumbled out of the shower. And I, I was able to go and sit on the toilet. Um, and just kind of like put my head down between my laps and try to just like calm down, breathe. And, um, I was able to, you know, pick up my phone and call a couple of people to help, you know, talk me down from whatever I was going through. And I just remember I wanted to go home and see my parents. I was like, I just want to go home. There's something not right with me. Um, and like, I remember this, like, I try not to think about it cause it was so scary. Um. But yeah, and I just was like, I wanted to call my parents, but I didn't because I didn't want to freak them out this time because they didn't even know what I was going through. They didn't even know I suffered mm-hmm. from anxiety or any kind of depressive symptoms. So I didn't want to worry them and like, you know, because it was scary to like open up to your parents like that. Um, so at that point in time, I was just, you know, I didn't want to worry them. And so I was talking to my friends and um, they were just, they, it helped a little bit, I guess. But I was just, like, it was scary as hell. And then I talked to, like, two or three of my friends. And then after, like, an hour of just sitting on the toilet, I finished showering. And then I laid in my room. And then the following day was the weekend. And I actually drove home. Luckily, my parents only lived an hour away. And, like, um, I didn't tell them when I got there. But I was still so out of it. Like, everything was so foggy. I felt like I was, like, walking through clouds, like, my head was just my mind was just so like out of it um and i remember that the rest of that week was just bad and then um like i was still like recuperating because this was like a terrible panic attack and i actually looked it up and panic attacks sometimes the severity of it like you can you know have it for the rest of that um week or forever long um and i just remember i was scared that i was gonna have another panic attack Mm -hmm. after that so that's like traumatic because you're like, when is the next one going to happen? You're like, so that's still always on my mind because, you know, like, I just never want to feel that way again because you literally feel like you're dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so yeah, so then the rest of the week was was brutal. Um, and then I was actually using the Jewel too shortly after that. So, which, you know, most people know that has like a lot of nicotine in it. Um, so this was, I didn't use that before the panic attack. So that was separate. Um, but then after that, my friend took me to a smoke shop to, um, get a jewel, but instead of the nicotine pods, it was, it would be like the CBD pods, you know, to help calm me down. But he talked me into getting like a pack of the nicotine pods as well. Cause it was like a bundle or something. Mm-hmm. And then, um, obviously I started using that and then I would go through like a pot a day for a good while there. And then once I stopped using that, um, I was, I think I was, I must've been withdrawals, but I had no control over my thoughts and I was just a mess. I couldn't, you know, like just normal daily things I could not do. Um, and that's when I realized like, this is not normal. And it could also be like the withdrawals affecting my anxiety even more. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But um, I went and I talked to a psychiatrist. I told her, like, this is how I was feeling even before the drool. 
and all of that stuff. And then the psychiatrist told me that I have generalized anxiety disorder with social anxiety and um, depression. So, and like depression, anxiety kind of work hand in hand. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's that's when I realized was that panic attack that I went that's into crazy. detail about. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to like open up about this stuff too because it's, yeah, it's it's, it's tough. I, I um, like panic attacks. Yeah, they're scary. So I don't know. Like I never had anything that severe. Um, mm-hmm. But I just it's just kind of uh, making me think about how like okay, so one thing um, I get anxiety on the ferry and sometimes like so bad that like like there was one time uh, I think I had a bunch of stuff with me too, and I could I just couldn't handle the rocking of the ferry like I just it's, it gets really really bad sometimes like not it hasn't right, been for right. a while but like I like have to call my friends and be like oh my god I feel like this like same thing that you're doing and one time mm-hmm. I literally did like 30 laps of walking around the ferry because I couldn't I could not sit in a chair <laughs> and like feel the rocking of going up and down I couldn't like it just I couldn't handle it so I was like okay if I walk I can't feel it as much I could, could still feel it and I just like wouldn't look out the windows um mm-hmm. and then it just made me feel like oh my god am I never gonna be able to like go on the ferry by myself again am I never gonna be able to travel by myself again like what if I'm just like want to go on a road trip or I want to go on airplane or I want to do something what if this happens like am I is this like something that's going to stay with me for the rest of my life and I'm not going to be able is it going to like limit me basically like did you feel anything like that where you're like oh my independence is like being taken over by this thing yes I do I often like I talk to my friends about like what I go through a lot um and I remember telling my one friend, Chris, I was like, yo, I cannot go my entire life feeling like this. Mm-hmm. This is just fucking horrible. You know, like I want to feel not on edge every day of my life. I want to feel, you know, some sort of calmness. And um, yeah, like I just because honestly, if I'm like alone by myself, like living on my own, like I don't know how you're doing it right now. I know you have some deep next door. But I mean, I went home for a month. That's what happened. (laughs) Oh, true, true. That's true. But I mean, like, I I would not be able to do it because when I'm alone, I like I said, like, I I still like I didn't mention this before, but like I'm on treatment. I'm taking Lexapro and Wellbutrin. And um, both of those, well, well, uh, Lexapro is an SSRI, um, which means it re like helps your serotonin levels kind of balance out a little bit and then well butrin helps the other two um chemicals in your brain two main chemicals um dopamine and no epinephrine i think it's pronounced um but those two kind of levels those two out a little bit so all of them regulate mood and anxiety and um but at the same time even with those treatments um i'm still kind of i still have trouble relaxing and trying to you know calm my thoughts a little bit because they're all over the place though and being alone if i don't have something to do like read a book or like i know you like to write a lot and like you're into Mm -hmm. poetry and that helps and that's why i was trying to learn the guitar for a while because if i don't have something to keep my mind occupied my mind's gonna go all all over the place and i know a lot of people struggle with that it's not just us um Mm -hmm. um but yeah like it's it's tough like i need 
especially during this quarantine, I think it's been my anxiety has been like a lot worse because there's just mm-hmm. nothing for me to do really. Um, there's nowhere to really go. So I've been just stuck with myself, just, you know, trying to keep my mind occupied enough to where I don't have to like overthink shit. And then, yeah. And sometimes yeah. when I'm overthinking, it's not even about things that make sense. Like, I don't know if you go through the same things. Like, it could be like a completely made up scenario in my head that I kind of factualize. Right. Okay, I so, do that all the time. Like my brain. Yeah. Like, okay, I think I've seen comics. I've seen like funny comics about like, oh, what if this totally random, dangerous thing just happened out of nowhere? Yeah, like, a rock yeah. Fell on me yeah. today, and then I died. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, why yeah. would I? Why would my brain even think that? Like, do other people think that? Like, I, I, yeah. I think about stuff, and I'm like, what if this happened? And I imagine it happening. Was, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I shouldn't think that because what if it comes true? Because I thought it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I feel exactly. I have the same thing. And I think I did see a therapist for a little bit. He kind of sucked. He didn't really like, he wasn't, I know a lot of, it takes a while to find the right therapist. But this one guy, he was saying that, um, you know, just because you think it doesn't mean it's going to happen. You can't. Mm -hmm. So like what I think we're both doing is we're factualizing our thoughts. So, but then it's like, but all these people, yeah, but all these people are like, um like people are like oh manifest this like you're if you think it, yeah, it'll happen. so then it's like a double it's like a what is that called like it's uh, so a double standard or whatever it's called i don't know so then uh, that's why i'm like oh like how can i believe the positive yeah one the negative one yeah it's, it's true it's scary I, I think the same thing i'm like all right but if you think a good thing is going to happen to you and then a good thing actually happens to you because you manifested it that means if you think this negative thing that means that negative thing is going to happen too right mm-hmm. like but i don't think that's the way it really works i think you gotta i really think it's like the energy that you kind of give off like if you're just mm-hmm. positive you try to stay positive you try to do good things um and i think like if you wish for something to happen i don't think it's gonna happen if you think something's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna happen i think you have to put yourself in a position for things to happen and in order for that, in order for you to do that, you have to, you know, stay positive, do good things, put yourself in good positions, surround yourself with good people. And I think by doing that, good things will happen. And I think if you're doing the opposite where you're thinking negative thoughts, you're just being negative on yourself, self-loathing, hanging out with the wrong people that bring you down, then you're just going to be in a bad place and then bad things are going to happen to you. I think that's more of how it works. Um, I don't know if you agree with that. But, um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, I think it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, your mind is just so insane. Like, I just find myself thinking about the most bizarre things. And I just think they're going to happen. And then I'll spend, like, sometimes, like, weeks. Like, I'll just dwell on that one thing for weeks, thinking that's going to happen. And then it it's obviously not going to happen. Like, I know it's not going to happen, but I still feel anxious about it. Like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, you know. But yeah, you I said that you like, kind of go through. Uh, I think like writing, like I try to journal every day because um, if yeah, like if there's something oh, that is what. I was gonna say like, I don't know if this is just me, but like some like you know how you like I know you're gonna go into like writing and stuff and poetry and like you try to like write your thoughts and stuff down. I don't know if that's where you're going, but I know a lot of people tell me to do that, and. My concern is 
and like even like doing meditation or yoga or like something like that they tell me to try it out and my worry is what if i do that and i still feel like shit afterwards so mm. i like put it off not doing that stuff because right. oh that's such a hope, weird thing hope, yeah so like i hope wow. that so like i have the option to feel better by doing these things and i don't want that to go away right you Whoa, know i do that's it, a weird and thought. Then it go, yeah 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 exactly mm. so it's like if i do those things and it doesn't work out then what then i'm like fucked mm-hmm. so then i'm like so then i just that's another fear that's why i don't want to try that stuff because what if it doesn't work and then mm. you know i just but it, like still at the same time I'm like oh what if it, that's could help me you know people tell me that's gonna help me so i still have you know something that i could try out you know, if it really gets bad. So I use that more as like a hope and like a nice thought. And then that thought goes away if I try it out and it doesn't work out, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I guess what I was going, well, I'm not going to really get into too much of poetry. I haven't really, I haven't really written anything new in a while. But anyway, um, just like journaling, um, I do it every day because it's almost like an offloading. And then it's like, yeah, if I'm having a thought that's sticking with me for weeks and weeks and weeks, if I put it onto a mm-hmm. paper, it makes it kind of, first off, it makes it a little bit more real. Like I'm admitting it to myself that I'm thinking this and then I can look at it and I can, it, it just gets smaller because I've written it down on a page and it's become like almost like this physical object now, like written in the page. And it's like, I can look mm-hmm. at the thought and it's like, it's more, um, I feel like when something's in your head, it can like transform and it gets like swirled around in there like a lot but once you put it out onto a piece of paper you can just look at it and be like okay this was a thought and then you just turn the page and it's just like i don't know it's gone that makes any sense it's not that it's gone but it just makes it more like you can't deal with something if it's not real so if i if i'm if i write it down and it makes it more real then i can i feel like it's easier Uh, for me to deal with because i can like kind of pinpoint like okay this is this thing whereas like Mm -hmm. if it's floating around in my head i can't like Okay, you know what the yeah. vision that's coming in my mind is like try doing a Rubik's first of all, Rubik's cubes are hard. Second of all, try doing a <laughs> yeah, Rubik's cube 100%. if it's like fluid and it's like ever changing, right? But then once the right, Rubik's right, right. cube is like a physical hard object, it's easier to like solve hmm. the puzzle. That's like yeah, what yeah, goes like in that. my head when I like write it down. It's like okay, it's a concrete thought. I can actually see it now. Versus when it's in yeah. my head, it's just swirling around mm-hmm. in there and it's like I can't really figure out what it is um, right 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 yeah no no no. That, that makes sense i like that metaphor um and sometimes mm-hmm. even like i guess writing things down when you read it back you know sometimes you realize oh this is just a silly thought that i have like yeah. reading it back to yourself you might just you know be like oh wow why am i even making this seem like it's such a big thing yeah you know when it's really yeah. not and stuff yeah i like that i might try that out as well but um yeah yeah um what else what else what else uh for me i i I didn't really think that this was that big of a deal at all and then it kind of like prevented me the 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 time when i thought it was more of like a bigger deal was when it prevented me from like going to work and i was like holy crap like i had never had a mental health day in my entire life like in my entire life there's definitely times i'm like oh i really don't want to get out of bed and go to work today but it had never right. actually happened. And then when it happened, I was like, whoa, this is weird. And then I had to take, like, some time off. And it was like, wow, this is actually real. Like, this is now affecting, like, I can't go to work. 
Um, are you moving around? I can hear it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sitting back down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, that's okay. Uh, what was I going to say? But yeah, and then once it started interfering with, like, my actual, like, day-to-day life, I was like, okay, this needs to, like, be addressed. And then now, in a way, it's like, oh, I'm glad I know that this is just what it is because now I can combat it and now I can, like, yeah, do my daily things that I have to do to deal with it like exercising and everything and like um i'm not on medication that was discussed but my doctor basically like let's try basically everything else because there's some people who are like at a point where they're like you can do like the yoga the meditation everything um but it's still not enough and you still need like um, the drugs to help you get out of it but i wasn't quite far that far down i guess like i she thought that i could just do these other things without the thing is also she's like okay go to counseling once a week for 10 weeks and i'm like okay uh-huh. first of all that's a lot of money so i went like four times maybe five times and like um whoever's listening like you can always find like i i found a place that like uh based on how much money you make per year they like um will offer you like a certain price so like you can you can go to places that um offer things that are a little bit more affordable um yeah if you don't have benefits etc so anyway i just mm-hmm. did it like a few mm-hmm. times um and then uh yeah i was like oh, cool i'm like all better i feel good and then um i was fine and then like covid too like i'm an introvert yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Like, I love right, right, right. like just being alone oh this is something i was gonna talk about before um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know how you're saying like okay being alone i feel like sometimes yeah. like when i'm alone and especially when i'm anxious and it's usually at nighttime it's almost uh-huh. like it's like a film or like a haze like when i look around it's like i can it's like this feeling that's like so overwhelming it's like it, it's almost like i'm looking through a lens and everything is kind of like hazy oh yeah like feel no, like that, anxiety suffocating yeah. you in the room yeah 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 no the, like yeah. that's literally this description you had that's the way i felt the whole week after i had my my terrible mm-hmm. panic attack yeah, yeah yeah i had it for weeks on end yeah yeah anyways continue and dude like I was going, uh, I didn't even realize that this is what it was. Like, I, so, um, I ha- like, I live on, like, a, there's, how do I explain? There's lots of bugs where I live. I live in, like, the middle right. of nowhere. And, um, so I had to spray, like, some bug spray and stuff. And then I was, like, I was going to sleep at night. And then I was, like, man, I'm having a really hard time breathing. And then, first off, I'm, like, oh, my God, am I, do I have COVID? Second off, I'm, like, oh, my God, maybe oh. it's just a bug spray. And then yeah. like, maybe it was just the bug spray. So I kept like sleeping with like my window open and then I kept mm-hmm. like doing stuff like that. And then and then I realized, oh my god, I think it's just anxiety. Like I just yeah. I'm just I can't yeah, I can actually, because of anxiety. I can actually um relate to that. So this one like uh for the US, especially once um COVID starts to really pick up, before everything kind of closed down, I was at the gym and I was having a hard time breathing. And obviously, when you're at the gym, you're going to be exerting yourself so mm-hmm. you'll be out of breath because you're working out. Um, but, like, I was having a hard time breathing, and I was like, oh, shit, did I just get COVID and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, so, like, my mind kind of, you know, was tricking me to thinking that, like, something worse was happening when the truth was I was just at the gym working out and, you know. Yeah, it's so, weird. But, like, for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, then I – and then there's, like, this – thing where i'm like oh i live for myself i'm independent like i don't need anybody Mm -hmm. and then i just i was literally fine for like two months and then like one night i just had like a bad 
I don't know if it was a panic attack because I don't I feel like there's certain criteria for that, but I just like it was like it was like that that filmy kind of feeling. Like I was like there was like the haze and then I was like, I need to get so, out of here. So I like went for a drive. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Um, so that then, could be, sorry to interrupt you. That could be um like a start of a panic attack, but you were mm-hmm. able to stop it before it became oh, okay, too much. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like kind me, of like, um, cause, cause, like, sorry. Okay, we keep fucking talking about each other. Okay, let me finish <laughs> my thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no. Okay, so like, yeah, that happened, and then I like left, drove in my car, and then I just like crying, kind of like hysterically while driving, which is probably not safe, but. Um, and then, like, it was kind of, like, whatever. It was fine. I went home. I felt better. Um, and then that was, like, the, literally that week, I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. Like, the, I think the restrictions here lightened up a tiny bit um, at that around that time. So, I just went home. And then, like, being home with my family and, like, being around positive people and stuff, like, really helped a lot. And so, now I'm going yeah. back, like, way more often and, like, That's good. making sure I'm around positive people. Plus, also, like, lots of my friends live on the, um, on the island, too. So, um, just good. being around that is like i think something that i have to even if it's like expensive going back on the ferry and stuff like it's just it's worth it like yeah anyway you were saying um so i was gonna say like for me when i kind of know a panic attack might be coming on is um first of all my breathing like if i notice my breathing is kind of out of sync but i know you know something bad is good like i don't know it's just you kind of can tell if like your breathing is just not normal, you know, mm-hmm. and then your chest is being a little bit louder. And another thing that I've noticed is it's kind of like an out of body experience, especially like mm-hmm. when I'm walking around, like I'll feel like I'm like watching myself from like the ceiling. It's like the weirdest, mm-hmm. it's the weirdest sensation in the world. It's like an out of body experience. And um, it's like, that's like a sign of ex- really bad anxiety too. And um yeah, it's just whenever – I will say this too. So when I had, like, that very traumatic panic attack, um, whenever I feel out of it and, like, just not with it, I think I'm about to have a panic attack. And I start mm-hmm. to stress out. So whenever I don't feel right – and it could just be, like, you know, I feel tired or just, like, mm-hmm. low blood sugar or something like that. And if I just don't feel, like, 100%, I think, you know, something bad's about to happen to me. And then I start to worry. And then I think I'm about to, like, have that panic attack again. So, like, I have to, like, you know, think of something else to, like, start to do something else before, you know, it kind of takes over. Um, but, like, that could have been for you, like, when you were seeing, like, the cloudy, mm-hmm. you know, this. That could have been, like, the start of something. But then you went for a drive. So you are able to kind of counter it from, you know, going any further, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Disclaimer, we are not doctors, so don't listen to yes, us. Yes, yes, don't <laughs> listen to us. Don't listen to us um just ideas thoughts uh but yeah i was gonna say also like another like big thing on these days for people with anxiety is cognitive behavioral therapy i don't know if like your counselor told you about that um i so okay i work at a concussion clinic and like a huge symptom from concussions is like anxiety like obviously like you have a group brain injury Um, and so I've learned a little bit about it. Is it just like you, you just basically controlling your thoughts or changing your, your thoughts. thoughts or something? Yeah. 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 And like, like I I was talking to a therapist on the phone and like, she put it like in the most simple ways. So it's like, so like you're home alone and you hear a noise downstairs and then, you know, people with anxiety or people who worry a lot, they'll jump to the conclusion that like, 
a, a burglar is like entering your house or something like that. Um, but instead, instead of like following that train of thought, you stop yourself and you kind of like backtrack a little bit and you calm yourself down by like thinking like more realistically, like, oh, it's probably just like if you have like a cat or like a pet, it's probably like your pet making noise downstairs or like something might have fallen on the ground or something like that. Instead of jumping to the worst possible conclusion, which a lot of people do with anxiety, like especially me, um, you kind of, you know, backtrack and, you know, train yourself to not think the world is ending and the worst possible thing is not about to happen. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of scenario she kind of gave to me um, for cognitive behavioral therapy. I don't know what you learned about it, but that's kind of what the therapist told me. Um. I never really did that with my, like, I had a counselor maybe end of last year, like, maybe beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so weird because, like, no, actually, I've had counselors in the past, too. But, like, um, I don't know. We never did anything like that. It was mostly just, like, talking and, like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's weird. No, no, I, I, I... It's almost like I feel like the counseling doesn't do anything, but just having the appointment in place, like, out of ease, because you're like, oh, if something happens, I can just yeah. talk about it this day. And yeah, gonna that's help true. Me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, but not all therapists are good, in my opinion. You have to find the right one for you. Like, the reason why I say that is because the one person I did see, he's, like... So, like, for me, like, when I, like, talk about my problems, I want to feel like they're being heard. And this mm-hmm. guy kind of just sat there, not really, like, showing, like, he cared about, like, what I was going through. Like, my shit didn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, and so, and then after I was finished, like, talking, he was kind of like, okay, so this is what you have to do. And he was mm-hmm. trying to, like, give me, like, solutions to my problems. When, like, I want to be kind of heard and cared for. Like, okay, I'm sorry about that. You know, kind of, like, my yeah. shit matters a little bit. So just like, mm-hmm. you know, that's why like when you're looking for a therapist, you have to find the right one. Just because one of them doesn't work out for you doesn't mean another one will. So I still believe that if you have issues and you try to see a therapist, don't give up because there are good therapists out there for sure. Because um, I know I there's a lot of people that are, are against seeing a therapist for some reason. But I believe in yeah. it. And I also believe in, I also believe in like medication and stuff. I think um, like it's not going to solve all your problems. Um, like my brother is actually telling me this. Um, he said that when you want to be healthy, right, you can take like a multivitamin every single day, but taking a multivitamin alone and not doing any exercise or any kind of like, you know, watching your diet and stuff that like just by taking a multivitamin, you're not going to just be, you're not going to be healthy, right? You need to take mm-hmm. other steps along with the multivitamin to feel, you know, in shape and feel good. So the same thing can work with like taking medication, you know? For like for like mental health, you can't expect your problems to be solved just by taking these pills. You have to take steps as well. And the medication is just a supplement to sort of help you, um, you know, help you with your, your issues a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, so I really don't think that you should look for me- if you're looking for like help. I do believe in medications because they do assist you, in my opinion. But if you're looking for like, like the answer and you want to like. There's no like, easy. Yeah, there's no easy way. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. You can't look for to meds to be like your easy way out. You still have to, mm-hmm. 
you know, do other things besides just taking medication. That's not going to solve all your problems. Yeah. I think it also takes like some kind of level of maturity too, because, um, Oh, hundred percent. Like for me, I know like, okay, if I am feeling burnt out from like work or something, I can't just, okay. Podcast, for example, like talking about stuff for like an hour in like, I want to say in depth or like whatever this is, I, I get mm-hmm. tired after, you know, like you get like, so I only do one per week and then right. I just feel like that's a good limit. Cause if I was doing this every day, like I know it's supposed to be like candid coffee, but I feel like when you're really getting into stuff, um, it's like a little bit draining. So that's just like a, uh, something that like, you yeah. have to recognize in yourself. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm only going to do this um, once per week. And you set like boundaries for yourself um I think right. it just takes yeah yeah like a level of maturity to like become aware of like okay i can't go out every night of the weekend or i can't stay up late every night or like whatever it is right um, right 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 yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean it's I, I just it's it's bad but you know what i will say what anxiety has like especially as i got older you know my dad always said the anxiety will go away as i get older um when the opposite is actually true, it got worse as I got older. So that's also probably why I kind of put it off till the end of college. I waited for my lowest point before mm-hmm. I saw, I see, I looked after, you know, looking into like psychiatrist therapists because I always assumed it would just get better with age and maturity and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it actually just started to get worse and worse and worse. And then obviously I hit my low point and that's why I started to, um, see someone and also i do want to mention this too um like like for, like for me like i'm a huge person who kind of like self-medicates so like i'll look to alcohol and like like weed or like the jewel like nicotine like any sort of substance that makes me not feel like sober where like i'm alone with like my thoughts and you know anything that can kind of like numb me i will i'll go for so that's another reason why like it's like scary to be on my, my by myself is because they're in college, you know, I was living on campus, didn't have any parents. So I would like self-medicate and I would like partake in like sketchy stuff just so I would avoid the anxiety. And at the end of the day, that also just made the anxiety worse. So I think that's mm-hmm. also a good thing to say. Um, Cause self-medication is not the way it'll just make things worse. Um, I forgot where I was going with that actually. Oh, but like even people like, like, Ah, uh, it's like, it's weird. It's like in our culture though, like people are like, oh, I had a hard day. I'm gonna have a beer. It's like yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like in the culture, and it's like, okay, what did I do yesterday? I feel like I had like a harder day at work, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna ask a friend to go for a walk, and that's just right. like, it's literally just like little things like that that you have to. It's like so small. It's such a small change. Instead of having like a glass of wine, go for a walk. Like, well, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's 100% not, more healthy. Yeah, and it's just such a small thing, and it, people, like, these small things really add up, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, like, I also, I want to also say, like, a beer a day, or not a, obviously, if you drink every day, that's not great, but, like, if you have one beer, that's, like, not a big deal. I think it's, like, it, it gets bad when you're, like, like, doing four or five plus drinks, like, you're binge drinking, like, I was doing that a lot, and I still do that sometimes, even on meds, and it's not good. And I just do it just so, you know, I numb myself. 
and like it's 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 bad so i think that's another thing is just being self-aware and watching out for stuff like that um oh but, i have a question because i'm just thinking yeah, about this um mm-hmm. you know how like you read stuff and i don't know like you read stuff and people are like oh trigger warning or whatever um yeah like for example i feel like now when i post this i should put like trigger warning like anxiety or something what's your thought on that like i used to think like i don't know i feel like I used to think that was weird, and then now, like, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of understand it more. But yeah, what do you think? Well, I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't fully understand the question. Okay, so like, do you think it's appropriate <laughs> for people to say stuff like trigger warning when they post stuff? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, so you're saying like for this one, like it might like trigger anxiety? Yeah, like, I, well, um. I don't know. I guess it's a kind of a more sensitive topic, so yeah, yeah. Um, well, it might so, make so someone re- think about their own anxiety, and then what if they get a panic oh, right. attack because they're listening to this? I don't know. I don't really know how that stuff works. Um, I see. Um, I, th- yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't see the problem with it. I say, I say, do it. I say, go for that. I guess it's like better to. I mean, I'm gonna now that I think yeah, about it, yeah. but like, um, yeah, I guess it's always better to do before. Like rather than not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so. I think you should do it just in case, you know. Because I, honestly, there are times like I'll like be interested in like looking up anxiety and kind of like looking at ways to help deal with it or just like the topic. But there's mm-hmm. other times when I like I like watch videos or something about someone who's going through something and it'll just like trigger my anxiety, mm-hmm. like you said. And then I'll be like, okay, now I feel like shit for the rest of the day. So I think yeah. if you put that trigger warning, then I think that might help. If people don't want to listen to this shit because it's going to trigger their anxiety, I think it's yeah. important for them not to not to listen. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's a lengthy topic. Else? There's so much more I feel like you could go into. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. I don't know if we want to like go into like depression. I don't know. That might be a little bit too much. Yeah, we're already at an hour. So... Maybe yeah, okay. we can always do that, and maybe like a different day. Um, yeah, any sure, closing sure. comments that you have for anyone listening? Um, I guess it's, it's corny to say, but just just know that you're not alone. Um, it's okay to feel anxiety. Um, you know, you just gotta find ways to help cope with it. Um, there are days where I feel like. I want to, you know, just, I don't want to deal with it. And like, there's, I sometimes have trouble getting out of bed. Like I remember in college, like I just was so like, I would wake up with the, with a pit in my stomach, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, cause I was just worried in general. So I couldn't, you know, I didn't want to go to class. It's just, um, so yeah, for me, like there's times where I just can't get out of bed and you just feel like lost or traps or whatever. Anxiety can be so fucking intense and it can like, prevent you from doing your daily things but just just know just i i just just i say just stick with it or stick stay in there you know don't give up you know it's a battle um you got to fight every single day and you know just you know try to try to keep your head up and you'll you'll hope to be okay i mean i'm still dealing with it and i'm gonna keep fighting it i'm not gonna give up um so yeah and there's always people out there to help Mm -hmm. actually uh someone from work sent me like a bunch of like uh mental health like hotline so like maybe i'll post that with this yeah that's good yeah. as well um yeah because yeah. yeah lots of our clients are going through stuff like oh yeah. that's another thing oh we're running out of time but like 
I was just thinking, like, how do counselors, like, they probably have strategies to deal with it, but, like, they're listening to people who are, like, depressed and suicidal every day. And, like, mm-hmm. me right now, like, the nature of the population, like, people with concussions, people who have been in car accidents, um, those yeah. are the people that I work with. And, like, I didn't really yeah. have any mental health training, and I think I'm going to look into getting it. Because, like, yesterday I had, like, two or three people who um, just made comments that were, like, either depressed or, like, saying stuff like, I don't know. I see people all the time. Like I, I would say, like more so, people than I thought say stuff like, um, "If the pain is this much, like I can't live the rest of my life like this," or like they'll say stuff like okay. that, and then it's like, "Okay, is that like borderline? So, like, should I, should I, you know, what do I do?" So, so I, in my opinion, I don't think you need training for that. Um, I think so. You know what it feels like. To be depressed, obviously, you kind of suffer from mental illness, right? Like, you know that feeling of depression or not? Um, Am I just I don't jumping know. into depression? I think, I, don't, I don't think, okay. I've never been, like, clinically diagnosed with anything. Okay, um, okay. So, yeah, I wouldn't say that. Okay, well, okay, so then in your case, maybe training would help, but I feel like, honestly, yeah, so I take that back. So, yeah, I, I would go get some training done, but um, I also think, like, if you like suffer from mental illness, I think you kind of know how it feels. So when people say that kind of stuff, you are more equipped, not equipped, but you like, you're more understanding and you kind of can put yourself in their shoes a little bit better. Um, yeah. Cause I know I'm able to do that a lot more now cause I feel like shit every single day. So whenever else, whenever someone else feels like shit, I'm like able to, you know, help them out and kind of mm-hmm. give them advice and be there for them because I know what it feels like and it does See, not like, feel I, great. So I feel like if I'm not doing well mentally, it's harder for me to help other people. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like, I so, feel so, like... Like, so like for me, like I think I definitely, I've read this like several times for me, I try to make other people happy by either being a goofball, like just being a jackass, yeah. whatever to brighten other people's day. Because I know what it feels like to feel like shit. And, um, I feel yeah, like another good thing out. is like, I feel like another good thing is like volunteering. Like, I feel like that would give you so much like fulfillment. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. But again, I'm also an introvert. So, like, I spend more time kind of mm-hmm. like alone. And, uh, I prefer spending more time on myself rather than around a lot of people. Because I think people are stupid. But that's another topic. I don't want to get into that. But oh, Okay. We're over an <laughs> yeah, hour now. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, end this. Uh, Bye, everybody. It. Good talk. Bye. Bye. Bye.